space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim. With me, of course, is Admiral Elliot. Hi that. And Doctor Squee. A dragon. And happy first contact day, everyone. Oh, yeah, happy first contact day. Yeah, oh. and I bet you're thinking of just that that Starfleet first contact biz. Like, I would just like to put it on record: it is also the anniversary of when Gorn and Dragonkind also made first contact. Uh, coincidentally, on the first day, the same day. There we go. It, it was just forgotten by your your racist Starfleet history. And also, um, for the wrestling fans in the audience, it's MJF Day, which is why I'm rocking the scarf, in case anyone's wondering why I've decided that Burberry's the way to go. It's it's a one-day thing, just for today. And also, I'll be honest, this is not genuine Burberry. I just thought it was because it's also the anniversary of when Doc T came back on our screens, and so you were rocking it in uh, in tribute to the upcoming Doc T. Oh, there we go. Could have been. Uh, that was not that. Is it? Is it the anniversary? What of the of when the first aired rose? Duty cat wash. Sorry. Is it? Is it actually the anniversary of the when rose was first on? I think so. Something came up on Twitter. It was trending. Trending. Twending. It was trending, and someone said that. So if, if excellent. They, if that, yeah, there we go. Oh, it's like like they're saying Back to the Future. It's like the most important day in all of the space time continuum and all that. We've got everything going on. However, what we're here to talk about is the latest episode of Picard, which is Dominion, which features precisely zero Deep Space Nine cameos, but one Voyager cameo. It was the most bizarre episode title to get you excited about something that just wasn't coming. Yeah, Yeah. like they even go to the trouble of writing Worf out this week because he was in DS9, so let's get rid of him. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case they get any satisfaction out of this title, no. Yeah. Why was it called Dominion? Have I missed something? No idea. Well, it's because it's the ch- all about sort of revealing that's the changelings and why and how they are and yeah. So why not the changeling or the the, the torture? Well, I think it's because it's carrying on the Dominion War, isn't it? Yeah. yeah but so is the whole series. It just doesn't yeah. seem to be any real good reason to call it. That. Well, next week's episode's called "Return to Deep Space Nine." In brackets, not really. <laughs> yeah, and the Voyager shows up just mm. to really mess with us. Uh, I do have to, just to pick it out so we don't have to remember where it is in the episode, do, do have another kind of killer line which they put in here, which makes no sense. Go on. You've got uh, Data Law. It's Law he's being at the time. And he uh, comes up with, uh, huh, did did they move the tree or did the apple just fall far from it? Now, unless space trees actually can move themselves, which they have not set up at all, that makes no fucking sense again. It did because he was talking about George and his daughter. Yeah, no, no, but how does the tree move itself? Well, it, the well because, because have you ever heard this, the saying about, uh, like, kids from the parents, apple, 
yeah, 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 no, from the tree. I'm not saying that 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 isn't a phrase. I'm saying the tree doesn't move though. He said, "Did the tree move, or did the apple just fall far from it?" The, the tree itself does not move. No, it stays but... stable. The apple falls is what I'm getting. Yeah, but he's having a go at it somewhere. No, 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 Elliot. I, I get what he's trying to co convey in this moment. I'm saying it doesn't make any sense. Him saying it's that the tree a hypothetical moves. moving tree. Yeah, it is. There's no such it's thing. Not, and again, it's not, I know there's no such thing, but it, you know, I, I I think you're being a bit <laughs> a bit overly picky there on law. No, no, it doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, it's right up there mm. with uh, this. There's one place in the galaxy I don't want to be. It's on the back foot. You see, I get there's a phrase about being on the back foot, uh -huh. but it's not a place in the universe. The back foot. No, but. Again, you you like your metaphors very literal, don't you? Ironically. No, no, it's not a metaphor if it's literal. Ah, you're doing it on purpose now, King. No, but you yeah, you, you say don't Elliot, use metaphors where an element of it isn't possible. Which yeah, I like a metaphor to be an actual metaphor that actually works as a metaphor. Otherwise, it's nothing. It's like when people go literally and they mean metaphorically. Then that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, anymore. but yeah, but he's having he's having a right dig at Jordan. That's why he's added that extra bit about like they're just so far apart in start from him. Yeah, maybe he's done it just to annoy Jordan. He's <laughs> doing it deliberately. Yeah, maybe he's like I'm going to use a bad metaphor. Yeah, just to annoy Jordan even more. Now that I would understand. Now, and Jordy might be the type of person who's wound up by a mixed metaphor. There you yeah. go. And next episode, Jordy will be sat there going, oh, I can't believe, you won't believe what Law said. He said this thing about the tree and the tree doesn't even move. And Riker uh, and Jordy will say, like, it really put me on the back foot. And Riker will go, that's the last place in the universe I want to be. And Jordy will just be like, ah! <laughs> I look forward to that episode, quite frankly. I yeah. look forward to it. Yeah, we've only got three episodes left. We've got time for long yeah. scenes that just acknowledge <laughs> questionable dialogue in previous episodes. We should definitely burn through five minutes of, of uh, screen time just for that. Definitely. So speaking of cameos then, big shout out to Will Wheaton and his ready room, which came up on my Facebook feed. Uh with no preamble whatsoever, literally, as you're flicking through it, and because Facebook's got this thing that even if you have your phone on silent, it makes you listen to it. I'm just flicking through it, trying to find adverts for Oodies, because that's all I get. And Oodies? Oh, yeah, Oodies. I nearly bought well, Power went, Rangers one today, but the Oodies? Anyway, so it just flicks through, and it goes, I'm here with Tim Russ, who makes a return this week, and like, cheers, will we? And yeah... Uh, and it was uh, magnificent. The only, I, I've got a question about this. I only thought about this while watching it today. Quite young for a Vulcan. He, he seems to have aged like more like no, human. No. Two Vulcans was meant to be about 200 in Voyager. It's, it's, it's about 100 in Voyager because uh, we get confirmation that he served on um... the oh, Excelsior. Yeah, Excelsior with Sulu. So, yeah, yeah, but how so old like, I think it was about 100, I seem to remember, but I yeah, thought but it was relatively young for Vulcan still. They, they age quickly when they need to. Fair play. Okay. It's just Spock was, was I think, a lot older by the time because he's, he said, for quite a while before he was on the Enterprise. Or maybe the changelings making him look older. Do you think his ears look bigger? 
His ears look bigger. I thought bigger. so. It was different design. It wasn't me, was it? His ears well, it's more, more pointy. They look more elfy than Vulcan. Healthy, I'd go with, yeah, because I don't think they're bigger. I think they're more pointy, is what yeah. I picked up on. Yeah, yeah I didn't know. to go further out. Mm. Like I didn't, didn't really. <laughs> it, it reminded me actually a little bit of. Do you remember the old spinning image puppet they had of Spock and his ears did that? Yeah. Like they'd actually wave around pointed out like that. Maybe the Changeling's a fan of spitting image. Yep, yep, Changelings love spinning. Could be, which we, you know, we, we've given the game away. It turns out it is a Changeling. But I, I really like the way they do this, sort of on a on a metatextual level, because they have Seven challenging by talking about games of Kalto, and that's something that we as the audience are familiar with. So we go, ah... She's trying to trick him. And that confirms his identity. And they play the little Voyager fanfare. And then she says, oh, I'll meet you at such and such a place. And as it turns out, a Vulcan wouldn't go there because of blah blah But that's something we as the audience don't know. So they let us, they let us be on the inside when she tries to trick him the first time so that we're reassured. And we get to play along like, oh, I see what we, she's doing. We were. But then we when they pull the rug from under us, they don't let us in on that. They do it so it's a surprise to the audience like as that. well no, as the character. Let us in on that because we, we do see in Voyager where... Oh, no, but not the second bit with the... No, uh, but, she like, says it all, but she says it all together, doesn't she? She says, go to so-and-so. Because mm. I, uh, I had so-and-so, so-and-so come to me there. Yeah, but and when I like, first heard it, that, it, I thought... And it was it was sort of like a double-edged thing that... It was, there, but... There was, two, there was two things she was probing him with there. There was one, the place, and also the procedure that he should know that he did that. Yeah, but I assumed she must have had something else done since she got back to the Alpha Quadrant when she first said it. Yeah. I, did it I did it at first, but when you think... But then when yeah. it's not... No, but I, I do think... And, and, we, right. have seen, and yeah. we have seen cleverly that structured. in Voyager. I, th- I thought it was cleverly structured. I did love the sting of the music, I think you mentioned there, Jim, as well. Uh, for me, also, two bits with this. One is, the way they've set it up, they basically said, oh, uh, he must be with Riker if he's being... Like, he must be being held like Riker. Mm. So now, if we don't get actual Tuvok in it, I will be very... Yeah, they're going to have to find... I feel like they've set that up. It feels right. like they're now going to cut... Next time they cut to the prison bit basically i think it's going to be troy Riker and tuvok helping them escape which is going to be pimp as hell i cannot wait for that little um kind well, of crossover moment well but Sarah other... says that doesn't she she says yeah, that's what it, I'm must saying. Be a, it must be a life for you to know that he that i beat him yeah that's what, I was, that's what i meant they, they've already kind of established that he's yeah. in the same place so now if they don't cameo him i'll be annoyed the only thing i would say with the Kanto scores is though when they were interrogating him now i don't know how much time they've had but they're going to say right what are the codes like, how do you get into Starfleet Command? What do you do this? What are your Kalto scores? Like, how did they know to ask that? It's my only question. Well, well, how do I they know I, to ask Kalto scores? Well, I wonder if, um, if like, when she's saying stuff, there's a slight, like, they're interrogating at the same time, so they can get any answers. That would be very quick, real time, though, and that would rely on him cracking. But, in, but there's you know, a sort of pause, isn't there, when she mentions the Kalto? He has a bit of a pause and then puts a sort of half smile. I assume that they were getting something. I assume that they were getting date, the data up, but interrogating yeah. real time would seem messy. I would believe that he's getting like 
getting the information fed to him in real time, but, but not that he knew it in a That's something you would have had to have looked up in but, the virtual. But I think there's all, but also you have like um, George makes sort of the reference that we need to stop doing this as if Tuvok's not the first person they've tried to contact. Mm. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, so the, and they're realizing that, and if there has been other people have tried to contact, Sean might have tried someone, Picard, someone he knows, and all that. So they're thinking, right, seven knows Tuvok, so it'd be her who contacts Tuvok. No, that would so make sense. So we need to, to find out. Lots I get that. I just, it's just yeah. how Tuvok, the, the Calto score seems like a very specific thing yeah. to have tortured out of him. It does, but taking Elliot's point, if they're anticipating that seven specifically, they might have been like, tell us everything about. About seven and, and nine. I don't and know. Using a, and I'd be using a mind meld on him. I, d- I just feel, oh, yeah, oh, that's possible. Or maybe, like, yeah, because the changing, yeah. I think we've seen them before kind of get into people's brains somehow. They did that in DS9, didn't yeah, they? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, that actually would make sense. Because I was just thinking what they would have asked him that would have uh, got to Calto scores. It just, it would be very specific. Which means, if they which, get into his mind, that makes sense now. Well, but that makes me yeah. think that they may be doing it in real time if they have him hooked up. Yeah, but to the, that's too messy. You a, couldn't get the information in real time. Like I think it is draining his memory, like you said, with the. Maybe. The that makes most sense to me. Yeah. Meanwhile, Beverly then, and I quite liked this exchange just because it's glossed over very quickly, but you get Beverly saying, I'm thinking about making a changeling detector. Yes, it is a nice scarf Facebook user. You're right, MJF. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. He's better than you, and you know it. The 15th Doctor, yes. Yes. Um, so Beverly said, I'm thinking of making this changeling detector. Um, ethically, it could be a bit dubious. And Picard goes, oh, I'll tell you what, Beverly, you make it and we'll worry about the morals later. And you're like, I get that they're in a bit of a situation, but that's very quick that he makes that well, decision. Like, well, well, she was sort of like, I could come up with something, but it could be a weapon. Yeah, I mean, I, I, well, she, she's a tantamount to genocide, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, it, uh, if it's something the, biological, that's like a weapon. Exactly. Yeah. My my only point with that was the fact that he, first of all, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I could sort of understand it's better to have it and not use it than not have it yeah. if you decide you want to use it. I get that, but it's more later. He's the one saying it's like, have we lost our way so much? And she's all for using it, and it's like. That changed around pretty quickly. Yeah, that way you, I mean, you, I get you, we're all for it. We, we used to have whole episodes on this sort of stuff back in the TNG day, but now we get three seconds. I mean, I sort of get her coming around <laughs> to the idea after her son's in immediate danger. I get that completely. But it's like, given maybe she wasn't the right one to raise the ethical concerns of yeah. the place, given that and, she would already be very protective. And I, I sound like I'm being really picky now, but... Another thing that, obviously there's another revelation coming on this, so this isn't the answer, but they're sort of speculating like, oh, maybe they've stolen my body to make a doppelganger, and Beverly goes, and maybe Jack's blood makes it an even better doppelganger. What, better than his own body (laughs) that is literally him? Yeah, um, Yeah, because they blame some incomplete... In, yeah, why, why has he got an incomplete sequence? He's literally his body. Yeah, uh, it, it's it. We need it as a dramatic beat because they need to be shocked at whatever the real plan with Jack is revealed to be next week. Hopefully next week. 
On but, better too. They've strung out so much. But yeah, and the way this episode finishes, if they don't deliver on that, yeah. very naughty. But now I've got but, to tell you titles. But yeah, <laughs> it seems a bit. You know, the, it just doesn't feel justified. Like ah, yes, yeah, so and that's what it'll be. Your son's DNA makes your DNA more like your DNA. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. The only thing I did think is like I did like the fact that they kept on putting out stuff, which to me felt like uh, clues to who Jack I'm guessing because like to begin with when they were saying about taking his DNA I came up with this theory which was about like maybe it relates to a previous episode maybe when Picard and uh, Crusher had that mind link oh I like that like even though they lost it it got passed on to Jack or something like that but then I think later on in the episode when you learn more about the change I think he's been he was part of the experiment is what like Mm -hmm. we'll get to that when we get there but I did like these little kind of little bits of there was quite a few potential clues to who jack was in this which was kind of nice because you know yeah. now they've said it's not aeromotic syndrome which nothing that he was going through relates to anything that picard went through so i'm glad they've not yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. The, there's an implication but, that it, well they say law says it or data rather says the diagnosis of aeromotic syndrome is in question yeah and when they've got the uh um the uh vines kind of which keep on growing when yeah. uh like has his visions is it just me, or do, do they look a little bit like the ones on the side of the face of Amanda Plummer? Ooh, maybe. Yeah. They look a bit like maybe the upside like down from Stranger Things is what they well, look like. Well, I'm thinking like. if, if, if It also looks a bit like Premier Species 8472. Ooh, could well, be. Well, yeah, but... When they t- take over things. But I'm thinking she's have... right there. I mean, she's got those scars on her face. Uh, the experiment kind of suggests that maybe what's happened to him relates to that experiment, so... That maybe that's a clue because he got some blood. If she he got some uh, changeling blood, for want of a better phrase, changeling being injected into him. Ooh. Maybe that's his memory of the scars. Hang that's on, hang on. Something's coming. So Beverly disappeared twenty odd years ago and had Jack. Blah 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 blah. None of them were in contact with her. Maybe she disappeared because she was drafted to Section 31 and Beverly worked with them on whatever this was that they developed. And Jack is part of the experiment and he was meant for something else. But she, when he was born or made or whatever, realised, oh, I can't let them keep him as a slave. I'm going to steal this baby and take it with me. That's one theory. I, I, I don't think she's involved. I think you, especially this late in the game, if she was involved in yeah. Section 31, I feel like we have to have had that already first. Uh, yeah, I feel like that would be a twist too far, and especially with how much she's been helping them. But I'm putting it out there. We'll see. No, no, I like it. I, I think it definitely relates to the experiment, though. I think, again, he's probably got linked in with the experiment. I think they didn't know that uh, he was infected it was something that maybe section 31 and uh, starfleet had kind of put in the works yeah, yeah it's a bit it's very strange uh, we've got some face- well facebook I've user says i was thinking i was thinking maybe they need some live blood of whoever they've replicated in order to get past the scanners etc yeah maybe that'd work yeah they'd need yeah. some re some live DNA blood rather than dead Picard body. That's but I'm going to say, theory. dear Facebook user, you, you've plotted that a lot better than they explained it in the episode, if that's the case. They didn't yeah, say you, that. Like I, That that makes more sense. 
Yeah, they, they, they should have happy can't say that. Maybe they need some live blood in order to get past the scanners. Because dead blood, what, that, I don't know why. Picard don't sound like that, I don't But I, I've seen what's, several... I've what's seen several... was saying there about um, being creepy keeping his body? Mm-hmm. We talked this last... Yeah, so, uh, well, well, we were... Uh, we talked about this last week, how they've also got Kirk's body. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were showing me that fit where someone's enhanced it. And it's called Project um, Phoenix. Yes. So it could be that they're collecting uh, famous old captains to bring them back. Mm-hmm. But, but why would they bring uh, Kirk back? Were there not a lot of women why getting impregnated in the would, future? From why alien species? Bring Kirk back? Just to <laughs> send him on the lecture circuit. Have him at was Starfleet Land in Orlando. Le- was that, le- was that lecture. lecture or lecture? Yeah. <laughs> same one that Donald Trump's on going on. At the same time, I love it. <laughs> um, law then. So we get Law and he gives Picard a load of sassy shit about law. being old. I, I like Law. law. I, I, you know, it annoys me in some, some of the series, which I won't mention right now. Uh, Discovery. Uh, I don't like it when they try and make everyone sassy, but sassy law worked for me. Definitely. It was so good. Yeah. Him taking the piss out of how old Picard looks, every sentence was just delicious. And he just didn't let up, he just kept on saying it. And you can always tell how much fun Brent Spiner's having playing law. Like, he, I suppose because Data's so sort of underplayed most of the time, when he does get the chance to chew the scenery as law, he really goes for it, and I enjoy it a lot. I do have a question about the dialogue in this, because they say that they're the two um, active personalities, mm-hmm. basically. Everyone, all the yeah. other personalities within are switched off. But last episode, or one of the last episodes, they had all the personalities speaking and basically saying yeah. hello. Yeah, they did do that. Like they even be, had B4 have, doing that really. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm like, not sure if it's okay, the, the B4. It's almost like frank. they've retconned part of it, episode it, six already. It yeah. kind <laughs> of is like they've done that. It's like, oh, just, actually, that were a good idea at first, but you know what? We don't want Soong or B4, so it's just Lauren Day. Uh, and, and originally you had it that Soong had created it, so it could be a vessel for him. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm so, not even sure if it's cool to do B4 voice anymore because it does sound a little like it's um, certainly challenging towards stereotypes of people who have uh, intellectual disabilities. Perhaps just, so. Uh, oh, I am B4. It sort of <clears throat> sounds like that. It's not okay. I don't think. No, no. And anyway, we're, presumably we're not going to get any more B4. Which, I mean, no, we're after B4. B4 should have been law in to my even back in Nemesis. Why they didn't just make it law anyway? Yeah, that had a yeah. more anyway. That we oh, that would have been a spicy film with him in the mix. We won't yeah. relitigate Nemesis because there's various things wrong with that. Um, Vadik then. So the floating head is giving Vadik some grief and. We get some interesting stuff here because the floating head says your people and we do get this ex- expanded upon later. So it's clearly that they are two different types of changelings. So my working well, theory not, is not, that... Or their dominion, maybe. Yeah. Like, uh, well, I, had a diff- I have a different theory. Go on. We still wait to see um, Denise Cosby. True. To confirm that she was in this. So is it Seller that's uh, using... Changelings to do a dirty work. I'd be happy to see Denise Crosby back as Sealer. That was that was one that were was always sort of a loose end. Yeah, but she always like she did say before this that she was coming back for this season. 
Yeah, we, we still wait to see her. To support and that one, Elliot, as well, you've got the fact that um, we've already established it's a sect of the changelings, not the main group, so yeah. they might be working with some uh, collaborators uh, from the other and, and, and the, the ship does look a bit like the one in does. Star Trek 2009, which yeah. Yeah, would point towards Romulan. And also... Like, we're assuming it's a changeling she's talking to. Mm -hmm. But what it is, Vedic cuts her hand off every time for the yeah. So it's actually Vedic's yeah. hand. Yeah, so it's, that, uh, that's it, the changeling part. It is a, it's so, something else using that as a vessel to communicate with her. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm wondering if... if so I think it's it, a bit of a red herring, the changeling part. Well, the thing is, right. with the changeling coming off its hand, Vedic uh, uh, coming off her hand to communicate... It does just maybe that's an ability of these kind of in, enhanced by mistake kind of changelings. Yeah. Maybe they can use their part of their being as a transmitter, whereas every other changeling they have established, if you cut part of the body off, it returns to goose yeah. So I, I, it does also make sense that she'd be able to use it otherwise from them. Can we talk, while we're talking about Vedic's hand, I just want to give a shout out to her gloves that only have the bottom two fingers covered. Um, because my father-in-law fashioned himself a glove that only covers the top two fingers so he can smoke without getting his fingers yellow. And I feel like she's got the other half of his glove. <laughs> I like it. And also, Vedic uh, Hand is also the spin-off podcast from Riker's Beard, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Just a little shout out to our brothers and Riker's beard. And Jack and Sydney then in the lift. I think this is a little bit creepy. Like he whole, oh, I'm reading her mind. She wants me to touch her hand. I'm gonna touch her hand. But then they do kind of lampshade it by the fact that she goes, "Why did you do that?" So they, I, I, they do I sort of acknowledge that. that it's a bit weird. So she, he's basically going, it's like, oh, we could hang out sometime or not, as the case may be. And she's going, oh, make it subtle. Touch me instead. Yeah, that's, that's much more creepy if he just yeah. touches me. Is he, is he trying to flirt with me? Maybe if he touches me. Yeah, maybe I'll he needs to be a bit more subtle with it by by touching me. Like, by invading my physical presence. Yeah, that's so, why he, the so way speaking he to you is not it's subtle. It's very Nicholas Cage, isn't it? Hello. It feels, very much, it feels very much to me like a man wrote this episode. <laughs> like that's the, I don't know who wrote this one, but it seems like a, a kind of case of someone not really getting kind of... I, I don't know. It, just it was just a back. weird exchange. I, I, yeah, and not... she's going, oh, I wish he, he touched my hand. He touched her hand. Why the hell did he do that? It's like, well... You just wanted it to happen. So wanted to to. Yeah, but yeah. also using the knowledge that she wants it to happen. Um, it yeah, it that's not good. Reading someone's mind uh, and then acting, oh, no, no. And acting that, out on it. Yeah, naughty. It's Jack. basically it, it's basically a lot of these films where men either read a woman's mind or they uh, do time travel, like in About Time, and they just use it for very creepy ends. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like Groundhog Day. Yeah, oh, Groundhog Day. Yeah, it's like that's quite a good film, but yeah, there's some definitely some scenes which are not ideal in that let shall we say and um, yeah it, now that now that we know about bill murray and his predilection for putting people in bins i mean it just makes you anyone who's not aware of the bill murray bin thing i don't have time to go into it now but google bill murray seth green bin oh yeah yeah no i'm with you now yeah but yeah have you ever seen the film about time by richard curtis i have not yeah 
basically every time something doesn't go his way he goes back in time to change. so basically he can hop between his own life uh so it, but in his own body not sam beckett wise so he kind of like if, if something doesn't go right he just hops back to the beginning so he'd use it at one stage to completely erase a relationship which this girl has he mm. changes like everything about her life and we're meant to be supporting him and like it was so obviously creepy <laughs> i mean i'm not defending groundhog day's more creepy elements which uh actually were addressed in the musical a bit better but like, I, I don't, I, it was just, it was so on the surface creepy. Well, like at least in Groundhog Day, it's at least a bit more subtle. Well, the other like, thing is with Groundhog Day, like at the point where he's doing that and getting all the information on her life so that he can be creepy with her, he, he is still an asshole at that point. You know, the, the whole... I'm not saying that justifies the behaviour, but I'm saying the film doesn't necessarily condone it. Like, it, that isn't how he wins. It That comes when he stops being an asshole, so... Uh, uh, Jodie's put Time Traveller's wife. Time I mean, tra- you know, that's a bit different. I mean, she basically, uh, they, him and his wife keep on meeting at different points in their life out of all uh-huh. that, which uh, some might say Stephen Moffat nicked for uh, the song. I can possibly comment. But, Didn't um, Stephen Moffat yeah. then do a version of A Time Traveller's Wife? Yes, he did, yes, which he did. I thought was really funny seeing funny as when that. I was watching River Song, I was like, this is the Time Traveller's Wife, and then he goes on to do the Time Traveller's Wife. In, in, yeah, um, weird one. Tom, Tom Hardy is also a famous spinner. Okay. Yeah, Tom Hardy. And is Star Trek a, Link. Tom Hardy. I mean, we can't say that, but if, if someone else says that, you know, that the, the, the undercurrent of binners in Hollywood is... It's a scandal waiting to happen, and the Retrek podcast has brought you it first. It's trust yeah, me when, when that when the dam breaks on that, you're just going to hear so much about binners. Um, anyway, Riker sends them a code so they know where they are. It's oh, it's a prefix code, yeah. but it's the industry. We definitely don't want Riker code. guest appearing for that. We don't want to see no, Riker no, no, sending no, no, it. No, we no. just want to. No, Jonathan Frakes emphatically has the week off. <laughs> Well, yeah. he is in the episode, but he isn't. Where? Because we have him... Uh, when Picard has Tuvok, where Riker is... Oh, yeah, good he's point. He's dead, not in it. He shows him as a dead body. Yeah, good oh, point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah no, good point. Yeah. Fritz, he didn't put in an appearance. Even more reason to film him going, it's like, I'm just going to send them a code. And you could have had Troy in there. Just one scene. Like, they, they could have filmed it the week before. You didn't have to come in special for it. True. And he's already in the episode. See, like, that... say, Elliot, that's an even better point. Elliot's just like made me realize it is like a cognitive dissonance thing that I have when I'm watching TV shows. Like, uh, there's episodes of TV shows that I've watched and I've gone, oh, so and so's not in that episode. They're like, yeah, they are. They're in all the flashbacks in it. I'm like, yeah, flashbacks don't count. So they're not happening now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely think if it's a changeling, I just count as yeah, the, the actor's the not there. And I've moved it to the actor as well. <laughs> when Tuvok was on, I was going, oh, this is changing. It's not oh, actually Tuvok. Oh, so, you disagree with me that he was in it. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. Look, we've said it. You're right. You were yeah. right. Jonathan Fritz yeah. physically was in it. But, but yeah. we clearly have a problem that we think these people are real. And yes. Yes, William yes. Riker was not in this episode. Therefore, the actor who portrays him, Jonathan Frakes, was not in this episode. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to... This might be uh, one of my... Right, videos. hold on a second. What do you mean it's not real? Well, if it is real, then Riker wasn't in this episode. 
You see, the thing is, yeah, it's, I think it's, I, I always, I just thought it was maybe a little bit of a neurospicy moment for me, the fact that I thought, because like, well, as soon as I knew Tuvok was definitely changed, like, it's like, well, we haven't seen Tuvok then. We haven't seen Tuvok until we've seen Tuvok Prime. It doesn't count. And and apparently now I've just extrapolate, extrapolated that to also include the actors as well. Yeah, no, I do. I do that all the time. I'm like, nope, they're not in it. Yeah. Anyway, it's like um, one of the, there was a trivia question and it was it was one of them where oh it's it's a famous one where they got it wrong on like the chase or pointless or no it'll be in the chase and it was like which of these actors is not in all three godfather films or so or he's not in godfather 2 and james Caan was the answer that they said was correct which james Caan is in godfather 2 there's a flashback uh, and it has Sonny in it. But I was like, no, that's right, he's not in it. He's only in flashback, he's not. So. <laughs> uh, Facebook user, with that mindset, you must really enjoy cosplay competitions. They're really there. What do you mean, com- cosplay? I Yeah. I mean, I remember at the weekend we were hanging out with, like, you know, uh, Picard and Riker we met. Yeah. One with a beard, one without, one was a woman. But I'm pretty sure they were all him. Yeah, we met we met yeah. some amazing people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack then. Thing Jack. Was, things seem to be weirdly attached to this body at the time. Yeah, that know, was weird. It's like, yeah. Oh, that was a mate of his, I um, I won't get into that story either, but anyway. Well, in Brian Lane Hedgy, because, you know, it happened. So and he enjoyed it. Jack says, I'll trade myself in, and you, you mentioned this, Squee, in the chat we were having where... He says this thing to Picard, like, can you even imagine how bad it must feel knowing that you've caused all the... <laughs> yeah, can yeah. Because, like, yeah. um, first of all, every day I was in uh, in that chair, yes, I put lives at risk, but uh, there was another thing at Wolf 359, you probably haven't heard of it, although you literally have heard of it within this adventure. Hmm. Yeah. It seems like just, you might know something about it. Just <laughs> a little bit, but... But I do think, again, just because Patrick Stewart's an awesome actor, it you do get the... It does come across that Picard's just like, I'm going to let him have his moment. I'm not going to call him out on it, even though I so could. It was Picard being classy. That's, genuinely, yeah. that's how I, I think of it. I don't think that's a plot hole. I think in that moment, they, they mean it to be Picard being yeah. classy. And maybe even that was meant to be a nod to the fans. It's like, can you even imagine that? Knowing that we all know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Picard having a sense of grace about it and just like, yeah, I could, but I'm not going to be a dick for no reason. He, let him let him feel what he's feeling and talk the about it. The only time I would be a dick about it is if, um, say, Starfleet made a decision I didn't agree with and I'd fuck off for 20 years. Yeah, from that that's though, the sort I'm of thing Picard would do, yeah. Um, then Picard's got this plan. Well, I've got a very good plan. It involves staying on this ship so we don't have to spend any Picard more money. I love your Picard impression. It's nothing like Picard. <laughs> I don't um, know, I enjoy it though. But yeah, that's it. Well, it's know. nothing like this. It's good. Yeah, exactly. And so, right, we'll we'll make it look like the Vulcans have attacked us and we'll lure Vadik onto the ship and we'll trap them all in force fields. Which goes pretty well to begin with. Like, what confuses me about this, like, there's obviously some reason why the changelings can't transport because they're all new shuttles. Yeah. And I assume that's something to do with how whatever's being done to them. Mm-hmm. But 
why they get on the ship and we all, we know from previous watching lots of Star Trek that you can put up shields wherever you want. Mm-hmm. So why do they have to let them get halfway into the ship, then run down separate corridors? Put, why not? As soon as they, they come out the shuttle bay, right? Shield A, shield, shield B, you're in a straight corridor, we've blocked it off. At yeah, good point, just go bang. docking bay <laughs> one, botch. Look, they may have got all the energy back, but you know in those space battles earlier, it knocked out all the all the force fields apart from the ones they use. Every Obviously, other one was out. Yeah. Luckily, they had about five left. They were like, right, we better do it in that corridor. It's the only bit they didn't shoot the, uh, the, the force fields out in. And this is where we start getting little hints as to what's going on with Jack. Like, Vadik, it's implied that Vadik is basically transportation like she she's been hired to deliver jack to whoever or whatever it is and she's talking about i'm going to take you to a better place and all this and instead of going oh tell me a little bit more jack's like you'll have to catch me first i've got one i've got an idea what if right she's going to be delivering him to someone we don't know who Mm -hmm. if my theory thus far about the changeling blood works what if she is actually in a league with and they're like that's what they have to expose in the end at frontier day is the fact that section 31 is uh doing their evil bidding in the background Ooh, maybe Ooh. because they've taken over starfleet we've established True. You know, pretty thoroughly who better to do that than section 31 oh that would be good that would be good and then so the force field plan is pretty good except um, Law's sudden but inevitable betrayal. It's like, don't plug him into the system, Jordy. Yeah, why Why you plugged him into the entire ship? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. don't leave Just him plugged in when he's already faffing about with stuff. Like, they're going, oh, oh, the transporter's not working. I wonder why. And Law's just there going, hee um, yeah, I, I, to answer Jody's question, does anyone else think that Data is coming back to the show as a regular soon once they deal with the law permanently? Well, I, I think he is basically in effect. I think we're going to maybe have a couple we, of research. If we, get, uh, if we get Star Trek Legacy, yes, possibly. Oh, I don't think in a new show. I think, yeah, I think the Data's personality will become the dominant one and he'll be there with his crewmates to the end of this adventure, but... I don't know. I mean, the thing with Brent Spiner is, like, he, he always got. I want them to kill Data. They've done it twice. I'll come back again. Like, he, he <laughs> does protest too much, Brent. Yeah. Oh, sorry. What was that? Uh, she went a bit well, club the, Tropicana on Jack, let me tell you. The thing. Yeah, that's true. She did, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it, it was quite fun to just, I mean, and I did notice, like, I don't know why this suddenly came in, came to my head, but you notice how now, because the original crew are maybe a little bit older, mm. uh, they, they get in Jack as the person who runs through corridors as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you do that, son. I'm a bit, ooh, <laughs> yeah. ooh, bit of a... I, 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 I'm you a push gun. You, you take this one. Yeah. You I technically could if I wanted to. A bit of a frozen hip. I mean, I, I was the academy champion. You'll also uh, notice that I'm now doing Jim's version of uh, Picard. <laughs> that's it. That's that. Everyone will be doing. Yeah. Um, he's slipped from a doctor, so he can run through corridors. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, 
Beverly's interrogating the changeling and there is that bit about oh he wasn't for you he wasn't for me and yeah. he, this needs yeah. to pay off yeah he's not for he's not for <laughs> me but he wasn't meant to be for you either exactly See, I'm thinking my theory that he was an experiment and Beverly Stolen could be well think about we, we've seen him doing uh, mind reading already and now we've seen him literally controlling uh, someone's actions uh, yeah George Junior I yeah, think that's the great link in him from the, Maybe. Uh, the, the so in the great link it works so that they kind of like can, can merge together but maybe in the human mind that gives you more telepathy and able to control someone's mind because it's related think, to Picard I still think it could be Lacutus-y stuff yeah. he is related to Picard but they could have cloned him using Picard's DNA yeah. it, from I mean, his there's body there's lots of stuff you could take in there's a lot of stuff you could take in from this and extrapolate from the Borg as well but I think that would be very unsatisfying considering a they've done the Borg already, yeah, 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 and and they haven't set it up at all. If they now bring in the Borg, that seems like it's throwing a bit, yeah, yeah. I've most enough to justify it so far. But then Beverly says, uh, like the debating genocide and blah 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 blah, and Beverly says, well, if the changelings hadn't have started the war, check out our Dominion War previous episodes as to who okay. actually started the Dominion War. Started check out war. my my numerous, uh, well, uh, counterpoint to that. Not objections, but counterpoint to that. Yeah, if we're saying to check it out, I won't say it again. No, no, it's fine. We've we, But go back, have a look at it. I think that's a debatable point. <laughs> Uh, then we yeah, get yeah. I, I think we I think we've definitively shown already that the Federation is to blame for the Dominion. Hey, Elliot, we're not bringing it up. Like otherwise, I'll bring up my numerous arguments yeah, against we'll... that, which also work. I think both arguments work. <laughs> is what I will say. Uh, the one thing that she did say though, she goes, uh, "Oh, the war was barely the first shot fired or something." She, she alludes to the fact that it was right at the beginning of the war. By the time they used the weapon against the changelings, it was near the end of the... By the bloody definition, it was near the end of the war. No, it wasn't, though, because Odo no. was infected with it in season four, so the war wasn't actually officially declared when Starfleet did that. Yeah. Ah, sorry, no, good point. It just took a long time they... to, yeah. to get through, see, so... so yeah, you're right, you're see, right. Starfleet attempted genocide before they were officially at war. Exactly. So, there Now, we get the flashbacks, and there's like nine changelings they're doing experiments on, of which Vadik is one of them. I, and I, I don't think we'll get a definitive answer to this, but I think it's just a nice little thought experiment. Do we think these are changelings that were captured during the Dominion War, or do we think these are the changelings that were sent out into the galaxy that the Federation or Section 31's rounded up over the years? I, I think, I think is, these are ones yeah. that were captured during the war. Yeah, Fair because enough. otherwise, why weren't they doing any experiments because before? The, why didn't we hear about them before? Because they also know about all the genocide... Tri if they, Fair enough. They already knew about the genocide from the war and all that, so... If they were captured and just always been in the lab, they wouldn't have known these things. You're right. In the lab. Okay. Yeah, also, it I think wasn't again, an interesting it, it thought just, experiment. No, no, it's sort of an interesting <laughs> thought experiment, but I think it doesn't give you the same um, heft either to the fact that they were captured during the war and tortured. If they were just always there, it's... Um, yeah. You know, why, why did they... No, you're right, you're right. Well, that's me done, so all the rest of my notes are about that. Never mind. <laughs> um, but no, one interesting tidbit that comes out of that is that... 
the trade-off for being able to mimic organic life so well is that they have a shorter lifespan and they're in constant pain. Uh, yeah. Which is just a line that's dropped very, very quickly, but then that that adds a bit to these characters. What's that? We've got a comment. He's clearly a next-gen changeling. Maybe they needed to have his gen grown in a womb. Ooh, so Jack's like a further evolution of the changelings then. Mm. Yeah. Uh, going back to your point about the um, constantly being pain and stuff, yeah, I, I do think, I did like Elliot's kind of reasoning that where they, uh, during Deep Space Nine, we found out that they could, obviously they could make um, Odo human and that thusly it was an evolution on that. I think this is a little bit cleaner, though, that it's like, you know, bec- I know, well, it's it's more, not cleaner, it's more devious. It's because yeah, it's, it's much what more Starfleet did, they, it's a Starfleet-created problem, which is kind of... Yeah, it's something that we've like, done like, to them, rather than Starfleet something that they great. evolved on Starfleet their own. Starfleet is great, the old monster. Yeah, it's like Starfleet can no longer keep on turning, it's like... The sort of answer is always like, add Section 31, what are you going to do? I, I think this will force them to at least in the immediate time deal with Section 31, yeah. which I've not done thus far, which is kind of good because, again, we just always end the episodes like, well, they're still out there. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think Picard will let it lie after all of this. No. And I don't think we've seen them in uh, Discovery in the future, have we? Not no. that I'm aware of, though we do suspect... Um, that, that uh, David Cronenberg might be section thirty. Might be section thirty. What he I mean, certainly... if they do want to do that, they could always do it that they clean it up in this time, and yeah. then there's a resurgence later. You know, there's no reason they can't. That's can. it. Um, she turns into Jack then and says, "Are you prepared to lose another sum?" Will we and Cameo just crying out there? She should have turned into Wesley and been like, you know when was the last time you saw me or you know something to really dig also, it i mean there's no reason vadic... what season two well yeah <laughs> but there's no reason vadic would know what wesley looks like so that's my headcanon as to why she doesn't do that but that come on that would have been an awesome little cameo for it i'm also going to renew my objection what like i mean what an asshole uh wesley crusher is like he's got all time and space at his disposal doesn't want to go and visit his mummy. Like, right now... It did. He turned up for uh, Riker and Troy's wedding. It did. Yeah, for that wedding, not to just pull... Only because the director forgot what had happened in Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, and if they cut, if they hadn't have cut a scene, then it would have said that he was on a ship. And he yeah, was, he was like, back as loose. I'm so glad they cut that. Um, yeah. And I bet Will Wheaton is now. I think he was annoyed at the time because he didn't get any money for actually having a speaking role. But, um, yeah. Well, they have to pay them even if they film their speaking role, I, I thought. Yeah, but, you, but residuals and stuff age. like that aren't as oh, good yeah, if yeah. you don't have... Um... It, depends what you, it depends what your agents agreed. Yeah. No, no, I think they... I think they're on about. I think there's like some sag rules in America. Yeah, you'll go on up from. If you get a speaking role, you have to get a certain amount of uh, money. It's law because otherwise, then extras can be just used. Yeah, and yeah. it won't get as many residuals, but it's all right because nobody shows Nemesis anyway. Um, last time Beverly saw him, he was a child. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but he could have said, "Look, ma'am, I've got a beard now, and you didn't even see me grow it." Like the thing is, if the changeling, the changeling could know what Wesley looked like, but only what he looked like when he disappeared as a teenager. That's true. But then, uh, yeah, they would have had so, to de-age. So it's like, yeah, 
DC. I think the most nemesis has been mentioned, and we even mentioned Tom Hardy, which like there we go. That's it. Well, actually, Tom Hardy did bin Will Wheaton during the filming of Nemesis. Jesus, he nearly got. Like, yeah, I'm sure everyone's read the things about Tom Hardy nearly binning himself after that because it did so poorly. Yeah, it was going to be his big break. He nearly committed suicide at that time. He's talked about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's that's brought the tone down. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> just playing for last, you know. Let's all, let's all <laughs> just take a moment to think about Tom Hardy's mental health. Sorry, just one second. And, I, I want to treat it seriously. Yeah. And now we've done that, we will resume talking about the episode. Um, so, Jordy, yeah, Jordy's trying to get through to Data and everything, and that's all really good stuff. And Picard's wrestling with, oh, should we kill Vadik? And Beverly's like, yeah, let's fucking kill Vadik. Yeah, let's kill her. Yeah, let's do it. But then Law lets all the baddies out. It's like, you shouldn't have left me to go the ship. It's always a bad idea because I, as I, we I'm going to leave, leave you plugged in and just conveniently, just by this door, which you could shut to shut me out of engineering altogether. Yeah, I, I spotted what I think is a continuity error here. Um, there's a shot just after Jordy says, Data, I know you're in there. There's an over-the-shoulder shot of Law looking through the door at Geordie, and it looks like Law is wearing a red Starfleet uniform instead of a yellow one. Ooh. And my conspiracy theory here is that we're going to see Data, I assume it's Data, later, and they have released publicity shots of this, so I'm not... Um, And he's wearing a red shirt... So I think this might have been a pickup shot that was done while they were filming a later episode, and they've maybe not. He's got, um, maybe he's got a, an ultraviolet jacket, like from the movie Ultraviolet. Could have, he yeah. Color. Shouldn't he be wearing red anyway? Because didn't Data get promoted to commander? He uh, was commander, but he was always in. He was still wearing yellow when he died. Yeah, yeah but, but, was, oh, I was but the point is, for the rest of this episode, he's clearly wearing yellow, except in this one over-the-shoulder shot of him. Also, I love the dialogue in this bit where where Geordie opens up his heart and goes, I can't lose you again. And Law says, oh, uh, so you came to see when, obviously, Data was rediscovered and you came to be with him in his final moments. Well, look, that's not the point. I was busy mm. at the time with loads of Commodore shit. You don't know what it's like to me. Oh, so you couldn't even be bothered to come back when your best friend appears for just one day. Look, that's not the point. He was with yeah, the not the point. wasn't his best friend, canonically, surely. Oh, it was, it was, I, or did they cut that scene? I, I can't remember if I saw it on the internet. <laughs> I can't remember, no. Uh, and then, yeah, Jack mind controls Sydney and gets her to do all this Kung Fu stuff. And yeah, we're pretty much getting towards the end of the episode. We get a lot of violence. I thought Shaw was dead for a second when he fell out of the turbo lift. Yeah, I thought, and I, I was thinking, no, I've got to really like Shaw. Yeah, that's it. We keep saying, we keep saying this every episode. First episode, we hated him. Yeah, kill that bastard. And now it's no, you can't do that to Shaw. I, mean, I know, I that's it. During The Walking Dead, I was I saying think- to. I was saying to James at the weekend about this. He's taken on the O'Brien role of an engineer. The engineer gets the shit kicked out of them and all the punishment and torture. It's got to be said, considering how often, you know, um, 
how often they've got scenes on the bridge and stuff. Sure, really has got demoted on his own ship. Like they even oh, yes, yeah. and yeah. he still isn't a captain. It's like with the doctor when we were saying about last week, but there's this thing online as well. I've noticed it's sort of like when I think it was during the walking dead with Carl, when people were going, it's like, you can't kill Carl. You can't kill Carl. You can't like kill everyone else, but not him. That sure's become that people are genuinely going. Yeah, like, they are. You kill him off. Yeah. He has to be, if there is a star Trek legacy and it is what we think it is following on, Keep better the fuck we like people are really hungry. Yeah, it's short, like yeah, we, we we you can kill any of the next gen crew now, but don't kill Shaw. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> and we all know pe- people named Shaw are naturally uh, better and more handsome. That's people, it. Yeah. There you go. Um, and then yeah, so we get to the end of the episode. Then Vadik has taken over the ship. Definitely kill Cal. Didn't they kill Cal? I don't want to give spoilers. They did kill him, and then they brought him the sister as their replacement Cal. Cal. Yeah, but it was a long time ago, so I think we're allowed to do spoilers now. Spoilers. Cal is dead. Spoilers. Walking Dead. Nothing happens after season four. Uh, I can't get past the character he played in the Vampire Diaries. Who Cal? Is that? Or Shaw? I think that's Hardy. Maybe. I'm quite happy when. Is that Shaw or Cal? Can you tell us whether that's Shaw or Cal? So we've, we've, evidently we've not seen the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I watched the, the follow-up. Oh, the, the originals. The originals. The originals. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Shaw was in Vampire Diaries. Oh, Shaw was in the Vampire Shaw Diaries. Shaw was in the Vampire Diaries, though. So he didn't pop fully formed into the Star Trek universe. That actor has a history. There we go, then. Playing a nice deep priest. Actually, yeah, I've seen him in other stuff. He is oh, a great I, actor. I reckon he'd be a he's good nasty priest. Yeah, he's, he's brilliant he's been... in uh, 12 Monkeys, the series. Oh, is he in 12 Monkeys? Oh, I remember that. that was, yeah, he's, um, the one, he's the one who's sort of, from the future, who's sort of in charge of it all. Yeah, it got a bit lame as it went on, but that was a really great series for the first yeah. two or three series. I the film was but, awesome um, as well, but... Um, anyways, I think I think God playing Shaw is one of those actors who has been in loads of stuff, but he's never. Or I he, sorry, the Vampire yeah. Diaries. He might have been a great true role for him, but I've never seen him in anything. He's where one he of really them. Got yeah, like big. now he's had an iconic role. It's one of them that you'll be watching something and you'll go, "Oh, it's Shaw." Yeah, I bet yeah. it will be in so much stuff. It's like this seems to have been a breakthrough role for him. When during lockdown we did a rewatch of Twenty Four, and everybody's been in Twenty Four. Like you're watching it, you're, oh, I see him, I see him, I see him. Oh, it's like my, my best buddy uh, Alexander Siddick, or Sid, as he insists. I call Sid is in Twenty Four. I have a I have a theory about Sid. Mm-hmm. With, Better be with nice. This, it is very nice. Then I'll no, with this episode being called Dominion. Mm-hmm. And we got teased, and the cameo was a Voyager character. I reckon we could get someone like Sid come in for the DS9 time. I think he'd be the best and, and most and, logical and, one. I'm tying in to the novels where Sid is um, the head of Section 31. I've got a theory. I've got it. Yeah. I, I'm, him being set head of Section 31, I don't know. However, if my theory holds true about Jack and Section 31 and the Bloods. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's how they get into Section 31 is through him, because he's got links to them. Yeah, yeah. Him, being, him being head might be a bit shady after all the shit no, people well, go that down was in, That's been in novels where yeah. he was there. Yeah, it did get there in the novels, so, but... Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm just saying for the TV show, but, if they made him say the sex today one now after what we've just seen them doing. But they have been very good in this series of acknowledging they the have. media. They yeah, have. but do you want? Canon. But do you want Bashir to be the head of uh, Section Thirty One, who's torturing changelings? That no, would perhaps, be. That, perhaps he could be the new head of Section Thirty One. He could be Picard sorts it out. Yeah, the new okay. head. He he could be the new head that you know took over after all this went. I don't know. Basically, yeah, it, we want we want a DS Nine cameo, and if we had to pick, we want it to be Alexander Siddig. So, and we don't want him to be evil. I don't, don't want him to be. We're not going to get Avery Brooks. 20, Vampire Diaries is the new Twenty Four. Oh, no, Rabbit Hole's the new Twenty Four. So it's got Kiefer Sutherland in it. But I know the point you were making. Sorry, I was just being silly. Anyway, yeah, you well, said that we're not getting Avery Brooks, so I think someone not like Sid, Brooks. Colm would be a nice one to get. And Jim, I wasn't no son of your joke, I just hadn't seen those two shows so on. Like, could you imagine shows uh, gushing over Colm coming on, though, Brian as well? Oh, I'd love O'Brien and Johnny, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you just have an engineer hangout. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really good. Uh, and then around the corner comes <laughs> going, did someone call me? I've come back from the dead somehow. Yeah, it's bringing all the engineers. <laughs> and then you bring Trip back and it turns out he's been working with Section 31 all along like he was in the novels. Anyway. Um, comes along and says, I'm still annoyed they brought Seven of Nine in. I never got any lines after that and just walked off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, Kez comes back in and no, probably best not no, some no, of the stuff no, she's no, been no. getting up to. If anyone um, doesn't know, look up what she did next. Yeah. After. Anyway, um, yeah, Vadik takes over the shape and we're going to find out who Jack truly is. So hopefully it, we like, will. As I said earlier, earlier, it literally ends with a going, I'll tell you about Jack credits. <laughs> and um, we have, I mean, it's time to end on a bum note, but uh, Jodie's put 24 sucks, so that's her ban from the stream of future. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah only, I mean, season six, brilliant. season six, which sadly season six was the season that Sid was in. Uh, but I do think that's the weakest season. Uh, his episodes are great. Ooh, not even the 12 seasons. What? Are the ones that were 12? 24 episodes. Yeah, yeah but uh, the first one they did, the one with Jack actually in it, Live Another Day, that was awesome because even though it was only 12 episodes, that meant you could cut out all the silly subplots with amnesia and cougars and stuff like that and just crack on with the good stuff. So I didn't mind them. Cougars, were they the older women who chatted up Jack or do you mean literally cougars? Literally cougars, the cougar, uh, the one with the cougar trap where Kim gets caught in a bear trap and the cougar stalks her. Oh, because, yeah, sorry, you're right. The one with the elder women chatting him up was the porn parody that I watched. It I was mean, indeed. that I heard about. Speaking of Kiefer Sutherland and his age, right, Rabbit Hole. There's a flashback in this Rabbit Hole show, and it says 1981, and there's this five-year-old kid going, here, Dad, can we go do some data theft? Or words to that effect. But data was in it as well. And I'm watching it, and I'm going, they're not going to pretend that that's Kiefer Sutherland's character. I mean, you know, Skiff Sutherland looks very good for his age, but... It, How old is he? He's like 94 or something. <laughs> no, and that's his dad. He's he late 15. He was not five in 1981. 
let's let's put when it that way. Lost Boys come out. 1985, 86. Right, it was, right, it wasn't five in 1981. No, it was five in 1981. Okay, a go. How old's Keith Sutherland? And uh, thank you. Sorry, at home if I've just set off your devices. Oh, it's not even set off mine. Okay, I think we need to wrap
I, I can always remember Man Not A Boy. Why do I remember this random stuff? But I can't remember people's names. And my last plug is I appeared on the Magic of Wrestling podcast where I predicted with almost 100% failure the outcomes of the matches at WrestleMania. So if you want to hear me predicting things wrong, check out the Magic of Wrestling podcast. Oh, and just one last thing from the Facebook user. You better call him by his name. Oh, don't call him by his number. No, I've got to call him by his number. Otherwise, how am I going to speak to yeah. him? Think about it. I can't just go, Chesney Hawksney appears like a genie. Uh, you could do if it's a Skype call, and that's his Skype uh, name. And just because you could ask him why... Last year... I've got loads of stuff. No, genuinely, I know we're joking, but there's loads of stuff to talk to. Of him. course there's there is. Film. We're only messing but also, no, uh, I'm just, serious, it, did. No, I know, I know. Getting, got I didn't say anything back at I wasn't taking the piss out of that. I didn't say anything. I've got lots of things about Toya. <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll just spend now talking about Toya then. That's there you fine. go. Anyway, I'd enjoy that. Off, <laughs> just round things off on first contact day. As the girl might say, and I think we all know what that means. And thanks for trekking with us this time. We'll see you next time on the Retrek. Thank you. Goodbye. Drag off and LLAP.